Our He's intern, so much more sexy than I am. <laughs> yeah, our intern, uh, what's his name again? <laughs> Phil? Um, no, it, it, it's Schilling. <laughs> oh, Schilling. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to cut all this out anyway. So. <laughs> Whatever. We have to. We have to settle on a name of our new. Uh, our yeah. new Can we start, please? Yeah. Welcome to podcast two one eight seven. Enjoy the show, and don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to podcast two one eight seven. We're back after a couple of weeks off, but we've got a lot to talk about because there have been a few things to happen since we were last here. First off, I want to say hi to Mark and Jared. How are you both doing tonight? Yo. Sounds Good. great, Jared. Also, yo. Whoa. Well, now I I've have been, to say I've been yo. I've in Vegas for a few days, so I just got back this morning. Oh, okay. Well, were I... you going to Vegas in honor of one of the big pieces of Star Wars news and, and uh, Swingers and, and uh, John Favreau? No, well, okay. what was there? Well, just because what, what, didn't they uh, go to Vegas in Swingers? Didn't they, oh, didn't they... no. No, no, I, I did. I did go to the Pawn Stars uh, pawn shop, and that Ooh. was really uneventful. Hard. But uh, but other than that, I was going to ask if I was going to see you on TV sometime in a few weeks or no. I was. Or... They they have Star Wars stuff in there, and it's like no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. Is it like a bajillion dollars? It was. It was okay. So remember when Power of the Force, I guess it's Power of the Force 2 came out and they re-released, uh, they, start, they started releasing Star Wars figures again. There was a 12-inch figures. You know, one was Luke Skywalker, 12-inch figure. Wait, and is the Power of the Force the ones where they looked like, like He-Man? Uh, the, power, the, the Power of the Force was the, was the ones with the coins. And I guess when they, I guess the ter- proper terminology is when they came back on the orange cards and they called Leia what, Monkey Face and like bodybuilding Luke yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like He-Man guys, like the way right. they were proportioned. Like even right. Leia looked like she was like like she could throw down with a GI yeah. Joe, or <laughs> which was cool, but weird. <laughs> so they had a they had a twelve inch Luke Skywalker from that line. I've got it, you know, in my garage. But but that thing, like he's he's sitting out of the box. Box is like torn up, and there's a little like you know little sticker or price tag hanging for it. And I'm I'm asking uh, I'm asking my wife how much does that say. She's like, it says ninety. I go ninety dollars. She's like, yeah. I go, there's no way. I, I don't think I can sell it for ten dollars right now, uh, from my uh, from my garage. So it's just one of those things to where you're never gonna sell it if you try and sell it for what you think it's worth. And you just gotta for ninety dollars for an open box, you know, thing they made probably a, a bajillion of them. It's just not gonna it's not gonna happen. And they had other like Star Wars figures, buy one, get one for half off. And it's like the stuff that was sitting on pegs forever. It's like it's at the Pawn Stars place, but Pawn Stars place, but that stuff, you know, best to just donate it to Kessel Run, to, to that Kessel Toy Run. That would be a good idea. Yeah. I agree. We all have old Star Wars stuff that we uh, have no use for anymore. Yeah. Send pops to kids that would uh, love them. Yeah, kids don't care about if, if a toy is five years old or ten years old. If they get to open that that toy up and play with it, you know they'll even take your uh, your He Man Luke. Uh, uh, they'd be happy with it, I think. My nephew's ten. He got a candy bar uh, from my parents for Halloween uh, early yesterday when he was like hanging out at their place, and he ended up showing me when I was FaceTiming with him 
the the bat shaped cardboard box they gave it to him in is like way more exciting to him than the candy right now. He's just like, and he's just like playing with the box and pretending it was a bat and floating it around. And it's like, no, that's that's the way little kids should be and are. They well, they just want toys and anything yeah. can, can be a toy. So like you said, He Man, Luke, whatever, bodybuilder, Leia, those are those are all awesome for uh for any or the any one kid, the one that was scary was the like the Rebel Trooper, the one oh. from the. The the I'll have to send a picture of it. Uh, the one from the, the I, I don't want to call it the Tantivis. Hell, heck with that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it is it the Tantiv? It's the Tantivis. It's Tantivis for. Like, oh no! What, what, like like where you pronounce no. the the e instead of making the e say making the i say its name and 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 Leland she confirmed it and but I still will always remember. I think you were at that. That show, right? Uh, the make, uh, the the making Star Wars now this is podcasting show at that they recorded at Celebration. No, I went to sleep. I went home and knocked <laughs> out. You did, even though it wasn't oh, that late. I was so yet. tired. I was. So I did tired. after that. Everyone else, like I didn't actually meet everybody until until uh, July of uh, that year at, at Comic Con because everyone else went to hang out like at a bar right after that. But I was also still tired from staying up the night before in line and went back to my hotel and passed out right after that so you you missed that show but but uh no ron our buddy ron uh said that he always thought it was pronounced tanta v4 and uh everyone just mercilessly destroyed <laughs> <laughs> everyone has made fun of him so hard so he was thrilled when leland confirmed that was the correct pronunciation however uh, who says it also uh, they've said it both at at and at at on, on you know on screen. So like, and George always said this stuff's regional. So I that's what I was going to bring up. I, I invoke the that there is no right or wrong way to pronounce it. In Star Wars. That's what I was going to bring up. The the whole George thing that you mentioned is what I was going to mention. So there we go. There you go. I'm faster just than because I don't just because I don't want to make the mouth mouth movements to say it the way it's supposed to be said. It just feels weird. We all saw it and re- heard it as Tanty for for so long, so that's how we're gonna do it. Or even like Tantiv, or or I mean anything. Tan Tan Tim, that works. That doesn't just work. That's great. There Can I be go. a starship instead of a robot now? I think we've upgraded you. I'm fine. It's a step in the right direction. So yeah. I'm looking for pictures of the Rebel Trooper to show you how horribly uh sculpted this figure is give me a second talks amongst <laughs> yourselves that's literally that's all we do for a podcast the day that we uh are recording this is the friend of the podcast uh jeffrey goldblum's birthday october 22nd friend of the podcast <laughs> hey i've met him and hung out with him several times uh <laughs> so yeah uh happy birthday to jeff goldblum who is one of our trusty starship uh tim's uh, one of the stars of one of his favorite movies, Jurassic in Park. In fact, fun fun fact here: Jeff Goldblum is actually a producer on this show, but he doesn't have a microphone, so we can't hear him talk. But he is here, yeah. right? Yes, <laughs> always with us in spirit, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> um, not like not like shilling our uh, our actual producer who's real. Well, but, yeah, but he's not usually mic'd. So every once in a while, we'll let him talk. 
while Mark is still looking up his thing, uh, well, I'll, I'll just let everybody know what, the, what we're going to be discussing tonight. We have largely two discussions to make. One, of course, is Star Wars Resistance, because there have been a few episodes out now. And uh, I know we haven't really been discussing it a whole lot, because A, we haven't had episodes, and B, I haven't been online a whole lot. So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys think about it, and we'll, I think, get some good discussions there. And The Mandalorian, we have a little bit more to discuss there as well greatest show ever it's, uh, all right um I'm my are you done right now. mark are you done yeah i posted it under uh our podcast 287 yeah i just saw that that's nuts sure it's no good <laughs> uh not, not, not the finest part of the merchandising no no i bought it and then i think i got another one I had a ton of these figures in the garage. They're in the little uh, plastic. You know, they sell plastic clamshells that clip over the figures. And then I, this is when I was really like, just, I don't know, maybe it was on drugs or something. But I, I decided I'm going to put them together and then put them in long boxes, comic long boxes, tape the comic long boxes up to keep the dust from getting inside, and then put a detailed like printout of all the figures in the box and then put the figures in the garage. So I don't even know what I got anymore. Man, that's a lot like how my brother used to collect some of that stuff too. You guys, like, yeah, that's not good. I, uh, thankfully, I I channeled all my collecting stuff into comic books eventually, and now yeah, I don't it's buy all... anything anymore. I'm, I, I'm, I buy books. That's what yeah. I buy. So I'm just gonna make uh, Star Wars Twitter man Heath really happy for a second, and suggest what imagine that picture that you posted, but with a Zuvio head. <laughs> I can see it. I, I mean, I think we're over Zuvio. It, it's episode nine hasn't come out yet. It can happen. I hope. I hope. Because because here's here's the thing, and let me try and relate this in a way that uh, people will not understand, but I understand. So there is this one guy on. I, I still do Star Wars Card Trader from Tops. There's this one guy who loves Yaddle, right? Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of pictures of Yaddle. But they keep putting a different card out of Yaddle, and and it looks like it's maybe two frames later. So it started with the promotional picture, and then they just keep putting these ones where his head's in this spot, and his head's in this spot, his head's in that (laughs) spot. And it's like, I know they're doing it because this guy is very vocal and loves Yaddle, so it gives him something to collect. Uh, I would hope that, you know, as vocal as as Heath is about Zuvio, that they put him in episode nine show pictures of him but it would be fantastic if he got deleted again (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean just just for him you know because it would if if they if they if they show pictures of him and they and then they talk about how he's deleted you clearly know they're doing it just because of heath and it'd be like and like it's a little love letter to you my friend there's like a uh, a black series scene figure you know where it's like poe finn and zuvio all working on something together and that's the scene that got scrapped yep but the black series line is still there though and, and they already have all the figures made <laughs> yeah so you just need the background shelves yeah they're like, they're like in a garage they're fixing up a speeder there's like a pinup calendar <laughs> behind the <laughs> of zuvio <laughs> yes uh, zuvio is talking to them, and there's a pinup of calendar of him uh, so he so he's right. like what like it's those firefighter calendars or whatever except That's it's right. like the the lawman and, of uh 
of uh of Jakku and it's just him and he's like January or whatever their version of January is. And just every incorpor- every month is Zuvia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying just to incorporate a new element of the the figurines or whatever we have Embo looking in from the window outside. Embo, don't don't I like Embo. Yeah, I do too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We incorporate a new element to it. Look, Embo is greater than Zuvio. He actually appears in his life. Well, we don't know how great <laughs> Zuvio is, so maybe. And we never will. I mean, objectively, he's more real than Zuvio because he, he like appears on yeah. screen and what. Yeah. Like his name is said in Star Wars. Yeah, we know how to pronounce it. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, like, what, if, what if after all this, it turns out to be Zuvio? <sighs> That'd be funny. Or, Zuv- or Zavio. <laughs> yeah. Or like, you know. Zavio. Or like his, he goes by his nickname Zuzu or something. I mean, who or, knows? He, de- or it was he definitely capital- goes by Zuzu. It was a capital L or, a, or it's, it's always an L. So it's just Zavlo. Because <laughs> yeah. we never seen if it's like a lowercase i. No, I like I like that. It, it, it's a two part name. It's like uh, Obi Wan. Yeah. It's it's Zuvlo. <laughs> Zuvlo, even better. Isn't there like an artist named Tuvlo? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think I'm pretty sure there is. So we can have like a pop music crossover between Zuvlo and Zuvlo. Well, Wait, did, least, I, did I just say the same thing? I don't even know. I'm confusing myself. At least now. our Tim derived digression this episode <laughs> is entirely Star Wars based. <laughs> With the whole. Yeah. The Zuvio of it all. I mean, if I'm going to do it, we're going to do it right. Phrasing, Tim. I'm, I'm not saying that we've been doing it wrong this entire time. I'm saying that Tim been everything out of your mouth right now makes it clear that Tim has been upgraded not to a starship, as I was previously led to believe, but into a sex bot. <laughs> <laughs> Phrasing, Tim. Ew. We're doing it right this time. <laughs> I, I, I sent out a tweet that's like, hey, give us all the questions, and I've given it like three minutes, and there's nothing yet, so I'm starting to feel personally attacked. No. Tim is a needy uh, robot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you know what? We're we're gonna talk about resistance. So let's do it. We will start. Hey, as soon as I say that, we just got a reply with a question from uh, Noah, not the not the bad one, <laughs> not the one who's been on this podcast uh, several times. Right, hey, about Noah Pete's. Yes. Oh, Ma- nice. A dedicated what? educator, a friend of ours, fellow does Californian. His, does this question revolve around Mandalorian or um, Resistance? It does, and it's actually better. Okay, let's, let's, let's get that done first, yeah. yeah get out of the way! He says, uh, quote, how's Tim's autumn going? And there's a <sighs> little like emoji of a fall leaf. No one cares about Tim's autumn. Or bottom, for that matter. Wait. Oh, that's who's, shilling. Who's hacking into the podcast right now? We who is know that? That's it, our official introduction of Shilling, our uh, our podcast <laughs> producer slash intern. He left already. He's, Tim scared him away. He basically like you know, he knows he was giving him a hard time, but he feels Tim cut his mic. Tim, how was your here. autumn? How was your autumn? Well, so far. Oh, oh, and and we got more. Uh, so far, you know, it's 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 autumny. Um. <laughs> I feel like that's a disappointing answer, but it's all I have right now because he followed it up with Mark. How is life overall? Uh, very difficult. Yes, Cal- California is not easy. 
California with two large large boys and and uh, you know getting older, it's definitely not easy. Heavy. Well, that was the downer. Sorry, <laughs> T- Tim. The word you were looking for with autumny uh, was autumnal. Sure, sounds smart. Let's put it this way: I we're all we're all fairly healthy. We're all uh, happy. Uh, all you need is each other. Um, you could always use a little bit more money, but if I have to sacrifice that for for a happy and, and healthy family, I'll take it. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it around. I'm gonna say that it is a great autumn because we are recording an episode of Podcast Two One Eight Seven right now, the greatest podcast to ever exist in the history of podcasts. So this is a great autumn. I, I'd like to talk a little Star Wars. Um, yeah. So Jesse, well, like Jesse also just replied, and he all it says is Star Wars Resistance with a question mark. So I yes. guess we can get back to that. Um, Mark, what do you think about Star? Like, just just go, just tell us. What are your thoughts? So I saw, I saw the first. I saw the first three or first four episodes. I'm not sure how they're being uh, touted, but I saw the two part season premiere, and then uh, the second and the third one. The third one's the one that just was on regular television with Elijah Wood. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, it, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a little slapstick uh, in in some situations. Um, I, I sort of look at it like I don't know how you describe it, but I was I was. Uh, talking with uh ellie king's drew uh about it and my thought is, is it's essentially like you can imagine this being very serious but they're recounting a, the story for kids so it's like those books where you see you know um you know uh, what is it uh grade school books about the civil war or grade school books about you know abraham lincoln or 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 you know serious subjects but they kind of tone it down and lighten it up a little bit so kids can understand it because there's definitely so if this guy is supposed to be a uh, I don't know I, I, do I really want to start picking it apart probably not but if this guy's supposed to be a good spy the <laughs> best way to be a spy is not to sneak around with your knees really high while you go really slow you know what I mean like those old like Sneaking around type of things and, and like, like like sh- like Shaggy and Scooby Doo. Yeah, he was, like, he was doing whoop, that. Whoop, 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 like the motion. He was doing it in one episode, and I was like, okay, this is the worst spy ever because he's like tiptoeing, like <laughs> with the the high knees and like and BB 8s rolling next to him. I was like, you guys are the worst spies ever. My God! But That's like, like I said, <laughs> I, I kind of look at it just. It probably didn't happen that way, but just the way it happens when you're counting it for children. <laughs> that sort of reminds me of a, a, a new, newer episode of The Good Place this season. Ted Danson is in a trench coat and a fedora when he's like trying to be like all incognito. <laughs> it's just it's like he's dressed up like like a spy from like the 1940s. But it's the same the same sort of like so it's so exaggerated it draws right. attention to itself rather than be rather than helps you sneak like. Like a little kid covering their eyes and being like, I'm invisible. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well, it's it, not actually helping. <laughs> and, it, and it's interesting that they haven't really got into all the characters yet. You know, we're, I guess, three, four episodes in, and, and there's still some of the characters that we haven't seen yet. Um, you know, we've barely been introduced to the, the Red Baron looking guy, or, or, I mean, granted, we saw him in the first episode, but who he really is or, or his motivation. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, I think what it really has going for it for me, obviously is the ships. Uh, the ships are gorgeous. Um, 
The animation is is fantastic. I like the style of it also, and the creatures, you, you know, or the aliens. I like the fact that they're pulled all over from the saga. So you've got you know prequel, sequel, original trilogy creatures all in there, and and so it, it's fun to watch, even if it may be a little bit you know dumbed down, so to speak, than than Clone Wars is, but. It's what they're going for, and, and it's definitely something I enjoy watching every week so far. So, my overall thoughts are like very similar. I think only I, I didn't dislike it. I like I don't think it's bad by any means, but I, but overall vibe after the whatever the in the darkness or whatever or, or it's not the name, but it has dark in the name. You know what I'm talking about? The second one to air after the two parter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After watching those, the two parter and that, it felt just like. It's not for me, and that not in a bad way, like in an okay way. Like I, there's been Batman series over the years that I felt the same way about, and and that I've revisited later on and like really enjoyed, even though I didn't when they first came out. Like uh, uh, Beware the Batman, the most recent like just dedicated Batman cartoon series. When it first started airing, I'm like Alfred with a gun, no thanks. But then I rechecked it out later. And I'm like, okay, this is decidedly different, and I get why it's different, but it's also just not supposed to be the same as batman the animated series it's not supposed to be a straight adaptation and there's things about it that made it really good and unique and i'm sure that if i revisit this with a different mindset or in a different attitude or more mind or just watch it with kids i bet i would enjoy i would have enjoyed it more but as it is i didn't dislike it and my favorite part one of the only things i wrote down in my notes was what you just said towards the end about the uh species from both the prequel and sequel and uh, original series all uh, original trilogy all together like i love that like that was really cool and i noticed that i think in the two-part pilot even because they have the little guys from uh the prequel era who were also uh in the clone wars the little little tiny dudes uh that's my that's my favorite guy in the whole series so far i love them in everything i love but, but he, clone, in the clone and he's like a, he's like a mob boss he's like a crime he's like a little crime lord and it's like this guy okay that's cool <laughs> no, it's awesome because he's just this tiny little spunky looking dude. <laughs> what was this like? Was it King Kachuko or something? Was uh in the Clone Wars? That's who was like head of the planet where they came from. Yeah, something like that. Something weird. Tim, yeah, what do you think so far? Uh, okay, so I I really enjoyed the uh, first two part thing, and then the the following week, the one from yesterday like, when we were recording this yesterday. Uh wasn't as great for me like it was fine it just didn't really do anything for me um i still like the first ones and i'm I'm still looking forward to what happens next but that one kind of just lost me for a minute but um the as far as the animation style goes like i like the artistry of it but the like the actual animation and the motions are a little much for me to get used to as the over exaggeration of it and I, and I get it's maybe not even intended to be for me that way, but I like the artistry of it though. I will say it didn't take long for, uh, for people to start ruining the show for me, but other than that, it's fine. How so? The, the shipping started pretty quickly and it's like, Oh, did it? On. I haven't seen that. Oh. oh, of course. I haven't seen it yet either, but it just doesn't <laughs> even surprise me anymore. You know? Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? This one. Okay. It, it, yeah, it, <sighs> it, 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 it start, it, it, and, it, and it, it, and it concerns me even more because, because it's, it, 
it's clearly a children's show. Oh, and dude, I don't even know. Wait, like, I, I, I'm, I fear for your sanity. You need to stay away. You need to mute certain <laughs> terms somehow. Shipping, maybe, because uh, I just know, like, from being super into Avatar: The Last Airbender with my niece when it was first on, and then Cora with her and my nephew. Uh, and this really is even lower, it. though. Do people ship like, uh, like Paw Patrol? No, this is this is this <laughs> is barely <laughs> lower than Avatar's age range. Like, but like it's really really though, similar. Hey, and at a certain point, at a certain point, you start to wonder. Oh, God, if any of you listen to me, I apologize. But what the hell is wrong with you people? You're adults. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go. Come on, let's not let's not ship these cartoon animated characters aimed at like you know uh, five to ten year olds and start thinking about uh, their their loves li- love lives and their sex lives. This is ridiculous. You know, just enjoy it for what it is. It doesn't have to be anything more than what it is. All right. So, Mark, I, I looked it up, and there is uh, something called Sky's Pregnancy Days Chapter 1, a Paw Patrol fanfic. Oh, my God. Really? Apparently. I'm going to no go clear my history No wonder we're in trouble. I mean, that that's... Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, from what I understand, there was, there, there's a huge... What was it? There was just like a huge forum just devoted to to thomas the tank engine right and, and how uh was there yeah apparently they're arguing about this person thomas can't be this color or he's this or that they're just it's it's getting too pc in, in the world of thomas the tank engines what <laughs> what thomas the tank engine i don't i don't know why there should be any sort of conversation other than and in fact i don't even know why people are 30 40 year olds are registering to have discussions about thomas the tank engine <laughs> you know it's bad enough that that you know we do it for star wars but that's clearly thomas the tank engine now i don't know if it has anything to do with it but i do know from uh working a little bit of volunteer stuff when i was a teenager with my mom who uh, specialized working with people on the autistic spectrum in a very young uh age from like preschool through early grade school and there's a hyper focus like a weird uh, hyper occurrence of kids being into Thomas the Tank Engine when they're on the spectrum. And then I can't help but wonder if now, I mean, I'm 36, you know, all those kids <laughs> that I was eight years older than are adults. <laughs> it's all like, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like um, I'm not saying, I'm not trying, I'm definitely not saying that's any way to diagnose someone that's preposterous, but there may be some uh, some comorbidity. There may be something in common with that, with adults who are weirdly obsessive about Thomas the Tank Engine. And I don't know, I can relate to being weirdly obsessive about stuff for kids because I have OCD and I legitimately do, but not the like pop culture, you know, or pop psychology, like, uh, you know, way of saying anal retentive or whatever. Like, I not that I need things to be clean. I have weird <laughs> that, I, that I don't like. Um, but but yeah no uh i'm i'm with you on some level i think that a lot of it is innocent but i don't need anyone fan fictioning you know weird stuff with like the mickey mouse clubhouse or (laughs) 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 yeah well here let let me go through we got a couple of other things to catch up on with our our twitter stuff no just let me finish off something real quick for resistance (laughs) yes so so I, I'm not sure what age I was really when like uh, Star Wars droids or Star Wars Ewoks came out, um, but I didn't watch it religiously. 
I caught a few episodes here and there when it when it aired. Uh, I enjoyed what I saw, but it really wasn't for me. And that was fine. You know, I, I, I wasn't angry. I didn't start a letter writing campaign. You know, I just turned my attention to things I did like. And I would hope that people that, you know, aren't a fan of resistance, you know, don't don't badger it. Don't bully it. I mean, you can clearly critique it if it's something that you enjoy. Um, but I would say if it's something that you're not into and you don't enjoy, just move on. You know, there's going to be more, a lot more Star Wars for you to, to watch or listen to or, or, or you know, read. Uh, and again, not everything has to be a cup of tea, but, but honestly, if that's it's not something I, for you, just move on. That, that's how I felt about it. Like, 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 and I'm open to the fact that because I do like this franchise the way that I do, it's like, you know, I loved, uh, for example, when it was originally on, Droids and Ewoks was made for me specifically. <laughs> like, I, yeah. was the, I was the person, I was the typical like person that was made for. So I loved it. But then most of my life, I would not have loved it had I revisited it until I did when I was nannying you know, with small children. I was able to share it with them with the appropriate audience. Then I loved it again. Now, right now, right now by myself in my home, I might, I might enjoy it. You know, you might get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up on a watch list. Like, why is anyone watching those? That he walks. I understand this, this guy's in his house, eating macaroni and cheese, watching Ewoks. Uh, is yeah. he is he is he on any watch list of any kind? Uh, oh, the Ewok watch list. The Ewatch yeah. list. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I feel like at the same time, like I might enjoy it on a small nostalgia level, but I wouldn't enjoy it the way I did those other times. So, like, I'm open to revisiting this at a later date and enjoying it more. But like, even even though it's not for me, I'm not like down on it. I'm not like, oh crap. You know, he walk like Scooby Doo for a second in a show, like you said, aimed for five to ten year olds. It's like that's not a bad, that's not a big deal. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, the thing is, is that like I said, I, I enjoy it. I'm gonna keep watching it because for me, you know, twenty two minutes or however long it is after commercials of Star Wars every week, even if it's not perfect or geared to me, uh, it's still something fun to watch. And so, you know, I, I'm talking about the people who clearly, from the trailers did not like it or did not want to watch it or this is not for me and yeah, yeah. Disney's ruining Star Wars. Or, yeah, it's it's like, okay, well, it's not for you. Go watch something else. Oh, for sure. And and we were, I think even when, before you did your 180 on Rebels, <laughs> yeah. when you were more critical and I'm still, I think, middle of the road, you know, and I think Tim might be somewhere between the two of us. Uh, like, I feel like even when we were all pretty critical of Rebels that are most critical at the same time, we were never like just being jerks for no reason and like hateful or anything. Like we never had an agenda. And I feel like that's what the difference is. The people who wanted, they, they, there were people who were down on rebels the whole time and on resistance. Now it's like, it, it just because they want to be, because it's, Oh, it's too Disney Like, what does that even mean? What are you talking about? Look, tell, watch that. And then watch, uh, droids and, yeah. and tell me which is better. <laughs> and like, and, and tell me the straight face that he rebels yeah. is more kitty and Disney. Than Ewoks or Droid. I like, don't know, Jared. I mean, you're known to be a pretty hateful person. I listen like by and, nature, and I just love a lot of that stuff in Droids and Ewoks. <laughs> I love it. But you know, despite, despite that awesome theme song from Copeland <laughs> from Droids. Well, I, are, are we tra- are we transitioning into Mandalorian because they have like a dual sort of thing about Go for it. it. 
when when was when did Dave Filoni become so loved and respected by uh, by detractors of Star Wars? Like he went like oh, he went from oh. from he went from being like okay look you're washed up move on Rebels is I, uh, now he's like oh we need Dave Filoni to save Star Wars it's like what when did this happen? Here's I do the thing. I, oh, I've seen. I'm like I've seen videos on YouTube, for example, explaining why Dave Filoni needs to like take over everything. And in the video, it says something about how Dave Filoni admitted that the prequels were a mistake and he hated them and wants to get rid of them. And I'm like, what? I'm like, fun fact. He did not say that ever or even think that. <laughs> like as yeah. far as we, know, I mean, come on. No, that's just total nonsense. But but no. it's out there, and that's what people think. And like in no, the comments, the people are like, reason. yeah, they're right. The real reason is twofold while they've picked him, or maybe threefold. Uh, one, he's definitely because he has a cowboy hat, because he has a penis, and maybe because he has a beard. And those things all make him better than Kevin Kennedy to these people. I is think he like Burt Reynolds 2.0? I, they wish. <laughs> Every, everybody wishes. Nobody. nobody Does, doesn't everybody want to be Burt Reynolds 2.0? Yes. Probably. They're smart. <laughs> definitely Mark and... Ninety percent me. <laughs> not, not quite as much. I, I had to admit to my uh, my cheat this weekend. Was it Burt Reynolds? No. Well, it would have been. It would have been. No, because I like everyone's like, oh yeah, that's that's my that's my what is it? What is it called? When uh, uh, you're like, like hall pass or something? I don't know. Yeah, and people all like my mom. Oh geez, my mom's got issues. <laughs> What's your mom's hall pass? Jason Momoa. That's a good answer, though, dude. But He's... before that, before that, her whole pass was Triple H. She, she, also, <laughs> she, also liked, she also liked uh, Ron Perlman as the Beast in Beauty and the Beast, and it's like, I, mom, I like there mom. is there <laughs> is like cool. this this history of you liking hunky men, quote unquote, with long hair. <laughs> and dude, and dude, she just laughs. I got like, to not even close to that. I sort of get it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little yes. bit. And then, and then my wife starts throwing out like, well, yeah, mine's Bradley Cooper. And I was like, when, when, when did you even say you, you're allowed a hall pass? <laughs> <laughs> so I, just oh, threw is, out I like this conversation. My, I, threw, I threw out there for my parents and my brother and his wife was there. And my wife is fine. My hall pass is, uh, is uh, Pascal. Pedro Pascal, good answer. Yes. I dig it. <laughs> no, that's a good answer. <laughs> They're like, that's a guy. I go, fine. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you got, you guys get who cooler. you want. Tell me who's cooler. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's cooler than everyone on your list. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like, are you serious? Like, yeah, leave me alone. I, I respect that. I, I dig it. That's my answer was always Paul Newman. I mean, he died, and now I've just been sad anytime they ask me. <laughs> I'm like, no, I was I was Glenn Close for a while, which which freaked people out too. They're like, which Glenn Close? I'm like, the current one. But Glenn Close <laughs> from Damages and the Shield, that Glenn Close. Oh, dude, Glenn Close from uh, both those shows can get it. <laughs> like, she's like, hey, yes. everybody knows power is sexy. That's a fact. That's why people like uh, Kylo Ren or Darth Vader. Anyone who like you shouldn't like that you do for any reason, and Glenn Close in both those is a badass. <laughs> like she's rad. I don't even so. know. I don't. Mine don't even make sense to myself. <laughs> so whatever. But I, okay. So so Dave Floyd is good because he has a penis. Is that what the consensus we come to? <laughs> that's my theory. As the, that's why. 
That's why those guys <laughs> like him, I think. Because they're and the a same, cowboy hat. Yes, because it's the same, it's the same, like I feel like it's a very, very, very close Venn diagram, like possibly just a slightly out of focus circle that is the guys who were saying like Kathleen Kennedy's out of a job are also the guys who are like Dave Filoni's the right guy for the job. Like not all, like, there are guys who want Dave Filoni around who aren't them. It's not universal, but every one of those guys who's down on Kathleen Kennedy because she's a woman, I think are also willing to jump on the Filoni bandwagon, especially if he says something like the prequels are awful. It, it, it's not that he, that Filoni did, but if somebody in this circle who's spouting misinformation says that he said that, I think uh, that only adds to his desirability. So then, uh, he's just the only the... guy. He's the only guy that fits their description appropriately because everyone else, uh, but like uh, you know, John Favreau hires diverse people. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the rest of them, like ex- explicitly worked with Kennedy on these films, but he's someone who fits their you know guy who doesn't look different from the way we want people to look, uh, you know, cookie cutter mold. And he hasn't made a movie with her yet. So it wasn't hired, was hired before she was. So they can like pretend that he's separate from her. I, I, I liked I, I think that's probably why. I don't know. I just looked up Dave. I just looked up Dave Filoni's (laughs) net worth. Any guesses what he's worth right now? Apparently, according to Google, is he worth over five million? No. Wow. Is it going to be like sad? (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's not not sad. But he probably eats free every day because he's always getting you know like comped or whatever he goes. I'm sure they have a pretty good spread at Lucasfilm, so it's not like he has to pay for food or bring or bring lunch. I mean, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Four million. <laughs> Whoa, but that's not that different at all. <laughs> I mean, once you get into the being multi-million, that's uh, I feel like you're sitting pretty a little bit. But yeah, there's a lot of upkeep too. That doesn't go far. That's true. Though that's true too. Plus, if you're always donating to like wolf conservatories and <laughs> he's donating it on behalf of, you know, so he's just you know using theirs. <laughs> well, you know, actually. <laughs> Since we are discussing Dave Filoni, let's go ahead and talk about how he is now going to be directing at least in one episode of The Mandalorian. Is Two he writing? I, th- I thought they said. Is he writing? Uh, I don't think so. I thought John Favreau wrote them all, right? I don't know. Is he behind the scenes, you know, funneling a little bit of stories or, or ideas to, uh, to Favreau? We know I mean, that they're buddies that they got along real well from on, from their Clone Wars days. Yes. Right. So basically, is this Mandalorian going to be riding a giant wolf named Kanan? <laughs> named what? Named Kanan. I like it. I, I like the Mandalorian takes off his mask. He's like, my name is Jason Sindula. Yep. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. It can't be because he's too young. And he wouldn't be a, a Mandalorian. <laughs> hey, probably, well, is, is he too young? Is he too young? He is too young. How? Why? Like five years after Jedi, he was only f- three or four in. Uh... Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, in A New Hope, which would then be what another like four years. Uh, in A New Hope, he was born. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so so. Wait, wait, wait! Help me out here. This is something I didn't even think about. In the season finale of Rebels, when you see Jason Sindula. That's a, that's like Return of the Jedi era. It can't. Well, how can it be? Can't be post Jedi. Why? Well, because <laughs> doesn't he look like four? 
I mean, I get, but that would be that time because they no. leading. Yes, because because okay. it okay, was hold on. it was only a few months out before A New Hope. By the time it. Okay, but a new a new hope a new hope to empire is how many years? Three. Uh, three and then one. So it's four total between that and, and Return of the Jedi in the timeline. Really, it's only a year between Empire and. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay, then maybe he can't. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. So then he's no, certainly I think not it's just about he's right. Not the Mandalorian. No, I don't think there's any ways the Mandalorian because that would again, even if it's seven, if it's five to seven years after or whatever, that would make him about about eleven. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, no, Tim's crazy. That's just crazy talk. Tim don't know his yeah. canon. Tim, you're crazy. Cool. You're crazy cool. Oh, that's like TLC, <laughs> isn't it? That's right. <laughs> uh, but and by the way, in addition to Dave Filoni, there are a bunch of awesome directors who are going to have their hands in yes. uh, Mandalorian. And on top of that, we just found out George Lucas was on set recently. So. How do you feel like it's what is Star Wars going to look like with all of these fantastic creative hands going into it? What if Lucas directs an episode? Well, uh, that would be amazing, but I wouldn't get my hopes high. What? But that that would be amazing though. Why not? You know, you probably direct at least a shot or two and you'll find out about it later after the movie starts. The, well, I mean, he, like, he, was, he was on set for Solo and, and did it like <laughs> advised a couple things. No, he directed a shot. Well, and he was like advising with like the the closet scene. He was saying like, wasn't he the one who said like Han would not hang up the cape yeah, or like, throw it to the side, right? Stuff yes. like that. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I need I need uh, Lucas advising me in my life. He didn't tell me what I wouldn't wouldn't do, based on Star Wars. But see, is did he go to did he go and see uh, um, them film? The Last Jedi. I think so, but I'm not I believe so. Sure. I don't know. Look, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what to make of it one way or another. I, he's got some free time, and he's definitely friends with these people because he's worked with them in the past. So I think for him, just going and and you know, hanging out is fun, especially because he can leave at the end of the day and doesn't have to deal with the stress. Yeah. yeah. The. Uh... But, it's still but like the fun know. side for him. Yeah, it's more like you know the the whirlwind tour. Like you know, he's a he's a honorary guest, and he gets to be walked around and shown things. And nobody's asking him to do anything necessarily that he doesn't want to do. And he's just all right. Well, have fun. And he goes home and, and goes in bed and sleeps soundly, probably. True. And why not? I was going to say, in addition to Filoni, uh, the directors that they've announced so far, which I, I saw one thing that like had the first season kind of laid out where most of them directed two apiece, except for a couple of them only directed one. Like, it, it, So I, I'm not sure if that was accurate or not, or if it was... We haven't uh, seen anything official yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it was just speculation or based on you know, reports. But the list of the directors was uh, uh, Taika Waititi, which everyone was really excited about, I think, because... And everyone, including yourself and uh, me, uh, Mark, before they, the James Mangold rumor came out, we're talking about how he'd be perfect for something like this, like a Boba Fett-esque movie. Oh, so, yeah. so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, and Bryce Dallas Howard, who is, you know, uh, related to Ron Howard, who just did Solo and who is also directed, I believe, short films as well. Uh, I don't know. Has she directed any feature films? Uh... 
I don't know. I don't, I don't let, know let me look it up real quick. I she directed. I swore she directed either a short film or a feature film that's getting good buzz. I think she has directed shorts. I I, I believed so as well, but I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. Uh, and then I'm Rick, gonna look it up here. Uh, Rick uh, Famayua from uh, Dope, which was great. Uh, who also was was gonna do Flash, I think, but then ended up backing out. And Deborah Chow, who's done several uh, episodes of Jessica Jones, are directing episodes as well. well let's not forget uh, Rick McCallum's gonna direct his first episode. Very right. cool. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what Mark is willing into existence by. Sure. He's been right before. Right? I am positive that's gonna happen. Hey, look, what if Ron Howard directs an episode with his daughter? That would be great too. They have to direct with his daughter. Just you know, get in there. So she did direct a short uh, in 2015 called Soulmates, and then uh, a couple other like mini series, documentary, other shorts, and stuff like that. But there we go. I thought so. So is this pretty much the Western uh, Boba Fett that I've been asking for? Because it feels like it with the sets and the what we little we've heard of the description and the way he looks. Yes, yes, it is. He's got like a he's got like a shotgun on his back. Yes, yes, he does. I, yeah, he's he, this is exactly what we have willed into existence. And like we said, the same thing about this being the sort of premise that we wanted. Like right before they announced it, like we're good at this. Like, <laughs> like Mark makes these bold predictions slash like hopes, and then we talk it out a little bit as a group, and then they end up being pretty close to what actually happens. So I think that uh, wait, stop are bu- bugging us, Lucasfilm. That's I'm like, I'm are we the story group and didn't know it, <gasps> dude? Fight Club has twist. Am I right, <laughs> Alexa? Are you sending our stuff to Kathleen Kennedy? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we are kind of putting ourselves out there every week with our ideas. <laughs> yeah, and they're also making all these deals uh, within like two days sometimes of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're having closed circuit conversations that they're hacking into or anything. So, are, so within a six, so this is the lull before the storm, from what I'm understanding, because the sa- the the latter half of 2019 is going to be Clone Wars coming back from what from from what I understand, The Mandalorian and Episode Nine, and we're just going to get crapped on by Star Wars. <laughs> It's, right, I mean, it, it, I, I would say, I would say, six months from now, we'll start getting a blitz of stuff. No, uh, well, they, okay, look, they said Clone Wars is two thousand nineteen, right? Yeah, I, I'm probably closer to the like summer or later half, but yeah. Okay, so they said Mandalorian is two thousand nineteen, correct? I'm not sure. Pretty positive, they, or, or is it twenty twenty? I thought they said 2019. You're, but you're probably right. Wrong. And then you know, obviously episode nine is 2019. And you start right. getting hit with everything, spoilers and you know leaks and, and all that about three, four months out. And so we're going to look to see, you know, we're going to start seeing a bunch of stuff. And then they're going to announce pretty soon before you know it, they're going to announce what's going to happen after episode nine. Uh, do you think they'll announce that like around the time of episode nine? Or are they going to take like a few no. years and then announce it? No, I no. I think no matter what, we will get a Star Wars movie every year. Okay, I don't see no I breaks. Don't see a, yeah, I don't see a stopping. Right. I, I, so you think they'll make an announcement then at celebration? 
Yeah, I think you make an announcement for celebration that something's something's happening, and it'll start filming, or you're gonna start, and then it'll be out in uh, in uh, December of 2020, or they'll take a break and put it out in 2021, and resume you know every year after that. But I don't, I don't, I, I think I think May is done. They should not go back to May. Well, I was going to say, that's one of the things I was going to bring up, and it actually kind of goes back to Noah's comment about how is my autumn going. You know, I was noticing today, and I was thinking about it, because it's getting increasingly into the autumn and closer to the winter months, right? Uh, I kind of miss the Star Wars presence at this time of year. And it goes back to, like, the was it Black Friday when the Force Awakens teaser came out? It might have been somewhere around there i want to say it was you know around it was november something and uh that started it all and then of course force awakens in december everything except solo has been this time of year since 2014 if you're going back to the trailer so i'm just waiting for something to get us going now you know like i want i need some new star wars stuff going like like significant exciting new star wars stuff right now I mean, I, I I was happy that we got back to May. That was fun for nostalgia and stuff. But I am really liking the current timing of things. Yeah, because all we have to look forward to right now is like Fantastic Beasts 2. And it's like, eh, well, I don't know. Mary Poppins. Eh. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't want to see either one. And But at the same time, it's not Star Wars. And it's yeah. definitely not Harry Potter that used to be there. No, for sure. Neither one of those. Are, I mean, there's people actively not going to see Harry Potter stuff for various reasons uh, at this point. And Mary Poppins, while I want to see it, I don't know. I'm going to actually see that in the theater, you know? like Yeah, it's it's like, okay, it's Mary Poppins. No, I mean, uh, I, I, I really I want to see it. It looks awesome, but... Well, but here's the, here's the other thing, though. This is one of those reconstruct... This is one of those things to where... And I think... I don't know if, if I said this before on the podcast or not, but... But this is almost the last Jedi again. You've got the Banks kids who are supposed to have been taught by Mary Poppins, basically forget everything that they learned, and they're 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 in exile, so to speak. I do, I do feel though like those the people who love Mary Poppins aren't going to be as mad because those kids didn't come out of that movie like <laughs> heroes, <laughs> you know, who, who took down the Empire. Yeah, every it's going to be every twenty thirty years you're teaching the kids again. It's like, aren't course, isn't anybody learning anything? Of course, then again, I mean, that's what that the, that's the problem when you make it uh, a fairy tale that that had an ending, uh, open ended and cyclical. It's like it's why superhero stories get old after a while because I'm like, oh, you guys gonna do a tribute to Dark Phoenix again in the comics? Oh, great, cool. Call me again in twenty years when you do it again. <laughs> well, hey, that's actually a really good segue. I was going to bring up one of the other tweets we have, and it's from Noah, the good one, and he says, Jared, hi, good how- Noah. Uh, how familiar are you with Star Wars comics since the reset? I'd like to read a series, but I don't know where to start, and I'm also bad at reading comics. Basically looking for recommendations. I'm super behind, but I can say that uh, of the ones that I've read from like the first couple years worth, the first Lando miniseries is great. It makes uh it makes Lobot the most like dramatically like fertile and interesting and like character I care most about in all of Star Wars. And like I'm not exaggerating or joking. Like it's such a heartbreaking story. I'm like, oh crap. I love you, Lobot. 
You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I highly recommend the ver- the first Lando miniseries by Charles Soule. Uh, was the writer, and uh, I forget who drew it, but it was well, very well drawn. It had some just cool stuff in it, some cool Sith artifact stuff, and some Lando being rad, some cool uh, you know jetpacked mercenary stuff. So it's got something from just about every area of Star Wars that anyone could enjoy. I think. For which one? Uh, the Lando miniseries, the first one. I, I highly recommend. There's there's other ones that are really good as well. Like I knew the the, the second Vader series. Uh, I haven't read a lot of, but what I have read, I really enjoyed. And there's great stuff in the main Star Wars series as well. But what about you, Mark? I know you've read some some of them, right? Yeah, I've read some of them. I haven't read anything recently. Um, but all the stuff that I did uh, read, I liked. I just it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start getting hardcovers. And then something else comes out, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to get the hardcovers. And then before you know it, you're almost way too far behind. You feel like to catch up. Well, yeah, you look at the hardcovers, and you're like, oh, $800 to catch up on hardcovers. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's bonkers. I was at Barnes & Noble, and I saw, what was it, the Darth Maul one, where it's like Cad Bane and Darth Maul in a book together. I was like, what? Whoa, no, I need to get no. this. And I it's missed that. Good, it's a pretty good uh, miniseries. Like, like they're not like teamed up the whole time, but they are. They are uh, sort of for a bit. I uh, need that in my life. Yeah, you know, and, and like he fights a a Padawan that's a Twi'lek or Twi'lek that's pretty badass. Like, it's I recommend it. Uh, that that one I didn't finish. I only read like the first half of, but it was good. So, so now that we're talking about comic books, do we even uh, dare discuss uh, Mister Wendig? No. <laughs> I would but. like to say I would like to say one thing though, and I remember you know uh, this guy was you know just supposedly a jerk to everybody from what from what I heard, uh, and rude and 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 some people liked him, some people didn't, but they fired him, right? That's the, that's the story. Marvel fired him specifically because he's. Oh no, I wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't talking about Chuck Wendig. I was talking about. Um, uh, what's his name from Jurassic World? Trevor. Yeah. But everybody was happy that, that Trevor was fired and supposedly the reason that he was rude to everybody and he didn't know how to get along with people. Everybody supported that decision. But so, Wendig's fired for supposedly being rude and, and, and not, you know, being Star Wars quote-unquote material and everybody's mad at it. Why? Well, okay, so all I can really contribute to this conversation is that and your examples just happen to match this. I, I have had the chance to meet both Chuck Wendig and Colin Trevorrow. Now, granted, I don't know them personally, but just from my exposure to meeting with them, they were both very nice and uh, I don't know how to put it. Just like, like very nice and very seemingly humble at getting to meet the people who were appreciating their work, you know? Not and, about and I, the celebrity and I, life. And I don't doubt it at all. I don't doubt it at all. I just think it's, you know, look, there's certainly a fair amount of people who don't like Chuck Wendig and has nothing to do with his politics. Oh, no. Um, I know a bunch of people who agree with him 100% on the board, uh, like across the board on politics, like, uh, you know, contributor and friend of uh, the Making Star Wars Network's, you know, parent site, makingstarwars.net, uh, Florian. Yeah. Uh, German Jedi does not get along with that fella. He's they butted heads. I think he blocked him because he was critical 
of the book as a book, like not because of anything political, not because of any agenda, like no, nothing rude or out of line. Just like, I didn't like this part of the book. I didn't like the, the way the narrative flowed or the, the, the way uh, the timeline went or whatever. Like he, he just expressed a, a reasonably expressed criticism and he didn't at him. He just talked about the book and he ended up blocking him, I think. So it's like, well, and see, that's where I'm confused by everything because, because, you know, um, Trevorrow gets fired. Nobody really, you know, threatens a boycott. Uh, in, in fact, really sort of salacious uh, uh, stuff appears about him, which once you start reading into it, you can realize it's a bunch of crap. Um, you know, because clearly if he was that much of a jerk on the Jurassic World set, he would not be asked to come back for Jurassic World 3. Nor- I think you're probably right. Well, especially if, if he was, if they were concerned of like the way he was with Kathleen Kennedy, it'd be really weird for her husband to then hire him again. Right. Like so immediately so, after that, it, th- that does feel like it's a disingenuous thing. But we've talked about before where like it feels like the media, especially with those those dismissals from from like Lucasfilm, they, they it feels like they can kind of dictate the narrative because like they let one, what one thing said something about uh, uh, Lord and Miller, you know not wanting to, to shoot the way that they wanted them to shoot. And another thing to had the one, the one person commented about it being like Ace Ventura. And all those things got amplified and echoed and repeated over and over and over again, as if that was the only interpretation available and was the de- gospel truth, which just feels like all the, all those things have in common like that. And the Trevor thing is that Lucasfilm is good enough at controlling their PR to make it look, make them look good However, however it is, however it turned well, out. Yeah, however. I'm just, I'm just confused why, as, as Star Wars fans, you know, we're cool with uh, arguably Desplat being fired, uh, Trevorrow being fired, Lord Mill being fired, uh, Josh Trank being fired. We don't even, we, we have an idea what happened, but we still don't know any, you know, facts on that. Uh, and and then Wendy gets fired, and a fair amount of people go, "Huh, I can understand why it happens," but then it's like, this is the, this is the boycott. One everybody wants to get behind. No, and like for me personally, there's a lot more. Like re- I almost just cursed instinctively to stop myself. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome, Tim. Uh, <laughs> but like makes my job easier. I just there's things that that Marvel Comics publishing has done that I find much more offensive and annoying and frustrating and would be boycott worthy over firing Wendig over this. That's not to say I agree with it. I do think like it's random because he because. There wasn't anything new, really. Like he didn't do anything different or particularly egregious from when they just hired him. And it's like it, it feels to me more than anything they should have. They should Marvel Comics should have paid more attention when they hired him because he's been doing it for years in associ- in direct association with Star Wars. You know, like so they should have been surprised. But at the same time, they have the right to do it. Like I, but I, I don't. I, I don't even if I don't agree with it, they have the right to do it. You know, I, 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 I think I think Disney or Lucasfilm is trying to dial back a little bit of the social criticism. Uh, from its creators, because you had, you know, uh, I didn't think Ryan Johnson should have apologized for going after uh, Liar. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Mike Zero. But yeah, he did. I totally and agree was, with you. And it was totally. like, okay, this is coming from someplace else, in a way. You know, it feels like it's like, hey, it's, it's best not to go after anybody, just let it be. You know, and that's not necessarily, that's not necessarily a bad, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, uh, you know. Certainly, people should be certainly people should be entitled to to tweet or say whatever they want. But again, you know, in, in a polarized society, you've got fifty percent of your potential audience 
who just may tune out, you know, or, you know, you may get the support of one side and not the support of the other, or you may have tweets from, you know, like James Gunn from years ago that suddenly get resurfaced and you're out of a job. And now that whole franchise, whatever they do with that franchise, it's tainted. So I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's odd that, that people chose to, to, to march on because of Wendy, but it is what it is. I don't know. I, I find that none of it holds up to scrutiny. There's no, there's no consistency. People, every, people on every side have their own biases because of what they are passionate about or believe or what hits their own buttons. And, and it's okay. Like, because we're not like, what, what's the goal? Like to be like perfect logic robots, you know, who, yes. Confirmation, confirmation, but those of us who have fleshy meat parts inside, you know, like, like, like we're never, we're never going to be so like, I, and like, I don't even see the, why is, why is shades of gray or a nuance like the enemy in any of this? Like, what, like, what are we like striving to be more like Sith us, us fans of star Wars and have only deal in extremes and absolutes like, 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 because I don't know. I, I don't think that all this stuff is necessarily one-to-one comparable, but there's definitely all, all these things have definitely, definitely things in common. And I think that uh, it sucks because we want the whole businesses, I think to, to some sort of high standard, but like their only purpose is to make money. They're not beholden to a lot of things in our country. Like, like, like they're not beholden to, uh, you know the Constitution. Businesses aren't the U.S. government. <laughs> like people talk about, like free speech on Twitter, or whatever. Like we don't have we don't have free speech on Twitter. We don't. It's whatever they want. It's whatever they want to limit. And it's not. It's not violating our rights because we still have the right to speak. <laughs> you know, like like we can complain about it, and we have every right to do so. But we act like all this stuff is, uh, I think, universal or one to one, and we have these high lofty expectations of these companies. When they're just gonna do whatever they think is best for their bottom line in the end, yeah. like, and, every, and they may make time. the wrong decision. They may make right. the wrong decision, and and they're going to make morally inconsistent decisions. Absolutely, but like 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 for instance, like the James Gunn thing, like the immediate thing people brought up was was uh, Johnny Depp, which is a super complex situation because the stuff that he's admitted to via uh, you know legal settlements and the way those things are phrased, and then the and then what he's denied since then, like he's not consistent because again he's a person trying to protect his image and with very very serious accusations being leveled about but people were like why did they fire him it's like fire him from what he wasn't making anything he's not signed on to make another pirates of the caribbean movie currently it's like there's nothing for him to fire fire them from it's like because they didn't remove his image from everything to do with disney like that's not like i as far as i know they haven't like scrubbed every copy every digital copy of uh you know guardians doesn't have his name written off of it. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, 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 like they're not a one-to-one comparison on any level. Like not what happened, not the situation, but people make those comparisons. It's like, what is your, what point is being drawn? Like Disney didn't do this when information wasn't available, when they weren't working with someone like, 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 but we all feel passionately and it doesn't mean any one of us is wrong or whatever, because we want to hold them, I think to high standards. It's uh, I know I do, but it's just, it's, it's a, I think it's an impossible situation every company is going to do something if you look far enough into it that does something that makes you feel upset and that doesn't i'm not saying everyone should just blindly accept everything from every company but at the same time like it's a pretty crazy rabbit hole to go down you know like 
you're not going to, I don't think anyone's going to be happy. Nobody can live a perfect life where every, everything uh, is morally perfect and, and doesn't hurt anything. And you feel great about every aspect of what you're doing. I think, I think that's, and trying to apply it to what pop culture stuff we consume is really crazy. That's why, that's why I, uh, unabashedly, uh, and unreservedly enjoy Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. <laughs> no matter what anybody says. <laughs> I do not, I do not care why cereal was invented. Um, it's moved beyond that. There you go. And if you don't know why cereal was invented, Google it. There's weird stuff going on with that. With Kellogg. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I said, "There's weird stuff with Kellogg. That guy was nuts." Yeah, <laughs> I like Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Take that to mean what you will. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got more like Twitter stuff we can get through real quick. Sure, go ahead. Let's yeah. let's let's cruise through it. Uh, first off, we have Noah, still the good ones, but ironically, he says, can uh, Noah Outlaw be a guest host sometime? I'm not, I'm not sure if he's uh, you know, too interested with Outlaw Productions or not to be able to come on over to our side. But like, does he have the time for his old friends anymore? I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, but that's a good idea. I, you know, maybe when there's a trailer, we could have a, a trailer reaction with a tear or whatnot. <laughs> or we could do we old to... school, like the first, like the first time I appeared as a guest right before they asked me to be on Kessel Run, and then the show imploded as a result. <laughs> <laughs> and we were born like a phoenix uh, rising from the ashes. But we did, we did a reaction show that you weren't able to make it on to, Mark. Where we did about the first five seconds of a trailer, we covered for like forty minutes, and then for yeah. the last fifteen minutes, we covered the rest of it frantically. Yeah. I would like, I would like to do, I would like to do a This Is Madness uh, reunion show and just have everybody be on it. The pacing, I mean, we can... the pacing on that trailer video was horrendous you're just like uh we have not gotten any farther and uh, well and the the thing is like at that time too i like noah was the host you know i didn't try to do a whole lot with i mean not like i would have made a huge difference anyway but (laughs) it's not like you know well anyway if we do a like now this is madness kind of reunion kind of thing as long as Noah is willing to give us the rights, we can kind of do. Or Mark, you made it anyway, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We can have that under the banner of this show, just so that people will listen. Maybe next time he comes. Maybe next time he comes on, we can get a couple other people come on. <laughs> and like just, a little low dig there. Yeah, have it there. Okay. Next. Next tweet. Uh, Jesse had said. Jesse. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. Uh, he yeah, said that... we should talk about Star Wars Resistance, and I'm like, yeah, we, we should. And then he said, okay, then The Mandalorian. And I'm like, yeah, we got that too. So then now he's saying Episode 9. I got so, nothing. I guess just right now, just to just to have something about Episode 9 in there. Uh, not it's based, filming. Well, Mike, not based off of any educated guesses or anything like that, just what would be a cool title off the top of your head? <laughs> Um, the most smart ass re- uh, reaction is the truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. 
They did just <laughs> or, buy Fox, though, so they could. They could totally do it. <laughs> how about Star Wars Fight the Future? <laughs> Trust that one. Trust yeah, me. there you go. Uh, hey, all you guys watch X Files. It's good. If you haven't seen X Files for our younger listeners, you should. Really Star Wars Covenant. Show. We can do Star Wars Covenant or uh, Star Wars Requiem. We can just take all the old Fox names. Yeah, uh, like Star Wars Star The Wars, Last Stand. <laughs> Star Wars Nine. Star Harder. Well, I was, I was gonna say Star Wars Nine: The Fate of the Furious. There you go. <laughs> well, that would be a uh, Universal, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. True. That's nah, Star Wars, Disney. They all get their I, way. He, here's here, here's what I would like. To <laughs> the I would love that. I, I would love to see it to be to progress enough that she has a, a little army of Jedi. Or, like, or like Jedi trainees. Yeah, it, and I would like to see her her face, Kylo, and uh, his um, his Knights of Ren with her army. Uh, that that would be that would be good for me. Yeah, I really, I really hope that, like you said, there's been enough time to build up some type of actively working. I don't want to use the word academy, but something like that. Yeah, I don't need younglings and all that stuff. Um, you know, but I think, I, I think if for the main storyline to go forward, it needs to be about lightsabers and the Force. For all yeah, this other stuff, yeah. it could be about anything. So, so this no, idea of you know, this idea of just have one Jedi and one. I don't know. He's not Sith, but e- either way, you know, expand it back the way it used to be. I mean, I, I agree, and that's also going to pique a lot of interest for future projects too, and, and oh, continue yeah. to expand your options. Yep, sure would. Uh, which would be building on what Ryan set up, honestly, with with uh, Last Jedi. So <laughs> that works. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, Jesse was also wondering if we can have Andrea as a guest host sometime too. Mm, we're we're working on it. Yeah. I, I told him I'll let him know as soon as she returns our calls. But then she said, and I quote her, I suck. So there you go. Yep. Best life Andrea is way too busy. It seems so. Uh I think I think we're pretty much good now with the uh the like the Twitter catch up i mean noah says some stuff but we don't care about that so we should be which good. one outlaw bad, yeah. bad Noah, clearly yeah oh yeah obviously what do you say i don't like that you've got me saying bad noah too i apologize <laughs> uh, if, if, if there was any way you would be li- just call him outlaw noah outlaw and we could like noah pete's could be angel noah and we could have outlaw noah. adult baby noah <laughs> <laughs> so for, well first he had a gift um, response to when Good Noah asked him if he would be on, um, and it is uh, Obama doing finger guns essentially with sunglasses on. So like, yes, I would assume. Like that's not. Or is he saying he's too cool for school and not going to be here? No, I guess that could be taken that way. I mean, who knows? He's cryptic. He's, I know he's he been is. busy out uh, out campaigning for uh, what's that guy Beto uh, O'Rourke in Texas. He's been working for him, you know, dialing phone banks and whatnot, constituents. So maybe I'd after see, the election, he, he'll be he'll be safe. I'd like to see young people uh, out there rocking the vote. Yeah, or or I, and I have it on good authority uh, of of no one. He's working for Ted <laughs> Cruz, uh, calling people 
on phone banks too, trying to get out the vote. I have no idea which way he leans. Could be either one. You, do you still like people out there getting out the vote, Jared? Yep. That I boy. I, I, I do feel like everyone should be out voting. If everyone went yes, out there to vote, it would, be, it would be better. Yes. One way or another, go out and vote. And if you, and if you don't, and here's the thing. And when you go vote, if you don't know what it is you're voting, you don't have to vote for that thing. Like oh, that's some, definitely some, true. Some of these propositions are confusing and you can't figure it out. And so you don't have to vote on that one. Nope. The, you should educate yourself as much as you uh, yeah. can. And if, and if you can't figure something out, you should not feel bad. A lot of that stuff is written like crazy. And like literally our Congress like passes crap that they don't read. Like clearly there's like hundreds of page initiatives that come out. I mean, like they pass them like an hour later sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if you choose not to vote on something you haven't read, you're actually smarter than Congress. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> It, it's go. not like the SATs. You don't get more points on average for guessing. Like yes. on the SATs, you should guess if you don't know. <laughs> on voting, you should not guess if you don't know. <laughs> there's an inverse relationship between the SATs and voting. Yep. All right. That's, that's the name of this episode. The SATs have an inverse relationship with voting. Or, or, or uh, you can put it, Dave Filoni's Johnson. <laughs> And people might go, Ryan Johnson? I don't understand. She definitely, definitely uh, do that. George Lucas is Johnson in a cowboy hat. Or we just call it cowboy. He's, the next director is cowboy hat Johnson. <laughs> oh, I can, Tim's I can totally feel, uncomfortable talking about I it. I can feel Tim's, <laughs> Tim's uh, angry blushing right now. Hey, it's, if I'm a robot or a spaceship or something other than a human, can I do that? Yes, I believe I believe in you, Tim. I think I think you can. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, I think we're good. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Because I think nope, we got next week there'll be good. a new episode of Resistance to talk about. Um, <laughs> there will be. And I think hey, hey, let me let me state real quick before we leave. I'm excited that Phasma's in it. Yeah, no, I am too. Some Phasma. I'm hoping Phasma's in episode nine. I don't think it's going to happen, but. I agree that I don't think it's going to happen. But let me get let me get Phasma any way I can. Uh, I I also just want to throw out a quick reminder before we go that uh, if you're interested, check your local areas for the Star Wars uh, live concerts that are going on right now. I know I've been seeing various people online from different areas of the country who've been going to the movies, and um, like I saw, like I mean, Jared, you went to Empire. A, a little while back, uh-huh. um, I know I've I've got that coming up for me this week, where I'll be seeing that. So I, varying times around the nation. But if you get the chance to see it, you know it's guaranteed to be a good time. So and it's great because it supports your local orchestras too. So do it and enjoy it and have a great time. That's my suggestion. And I know that Mark agrees with me. Yeah. <laughs> Same, yep. 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 Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm not going anything. Yep, dub. Ooh. Uh, yep. Go out you with yep, dub. Yep, dub. Don't meet Joe Peachy Keen. Uh, Jared, are you going to recite the whole thing for us as we exit? No. He's, oh. I, I was, but you broke broke up the uh, rhythm. So. Oh, well, okay. Here we go. Yep, dub. No, can't. 
can't replicate it. <laughs> Moment is gone. Okay, well, fine. You know what? Bye, and <laughs> talk to people later. Bye. We'll yubbin' up next week. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'll yubbin' up you next week. <laughs> hey, we, uh, so, breaking news. We won't have an episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right anyways. Odds are something will go wrong. <laughs> but, like we'll have like connect like i'm going through a tunnel can't hear you guys it's a podcast you're recording on the no going through a tunnel yub nub tim yub nub that is the name of the episode <laughs> yub nub tim yub nub yeah okay you know what? i'm actually leaving bye all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> later bye, bye everybody <laughs>